the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Well, good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Hump Day. Hump Day. <laughs> what a hump day it's been! I got to tell y'all. By the way, if I sound a little bit different, if I'm sounding a little bit like, oh gosh, what was the actress's name from Body Heat and from uh, Romancing the Stone? I, I'm kind of liking this AK voice I'm I've, I'm rolling with tonight. A little bit under the weather, but I wouldn't miss being with you guys for anything in the world because today is a major news day, and I just couldn't stay away from you guys tonight. And we are going to cover the breaking news, the press conference with Jim, James. Comer today. We've got Tom Dell lined up, our favorite attorney, political commentator and analyst who can break down uh, all the aspects of the, the intersection of law and politics for us. We've got, uh, I'm curious as to anybody who's out there who's been watching the CNN town hall with Trump. I have not watched it. Um, I see that I'm done with CNN is trending. And uh, the word is, is that it started out with uh, Trump getting crushed, according to some people, to now him just completely owning it. And it's turned into a Trump rally, much to the chagrin of the left. If you are watching that, I would love to hear your commentary on it. 888-344-1170. Before I go any further, got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. You're thinking about the one and the only... Um, Kathleen Turner from Romancing the Stone. Yes, Kathleen Turner. Great, Didn't she great have a movie. great voice? You know what? And you know what? I got to Now I'm giggling because now I'm thinking about she's such a great actress and she just embraced her age and her change and how she went from being a hot witch to an older gal who was bigger. And I loved how she started playing the character on my conservative people, listeners. Y'all may not like it, but I thought it was hilarious um, how she played Chandler Bing's dad. On Friends, yeah, who dressed, you, you know who what? I mean, that's the everybody ages. You know, just just embrace it. And well, the thing is, is that was so funny um, because they had a woman a actress pretending to be a man playing a a, a, a man in drag. And it, it, Jennifer Aniston mentioned recently that, and I'm I'm going to get off the Friends thing, but that they couldn't do the show now. Uh, new generations of people don't like what they did, and I think that may be one of the reasons because it was really mocking the whole. <laughs> The whole dressing and drag. Well, you thing. and I talk about like, some of the shows that we know and love. <laughs> most of them you could not make today. Yeah, 
Yeah. So anyway, enough of that. Let's get serious because the, I was awaiting. I mentioned it on last night's show. I was awaiting this press conference this morning. I was wondering, why are they waiting for Wednesday? Why aren't they just coming out with it? Um, I think one of the reasons why they were waiting till today was because they had given a deadline to Christopher Ray of turning over the document that that proved the smoking gun that Joe Biden from a whistleblower that Joe Biden had committed acts of bribery and sold off the office of the vice presidency and the U.S. government for money. And the deadline for that was supposed to be around the time the end of the press conference today. It's very complicated what has gone on. There's something like 20 entities, none of which produce anything, none of which provide any service, none of which manufacture anything, that were all involved, all these companies, in getting money from Romanian people, uh, governments, the Chinese Communist Party, that was, it's basically nothing but a money laundering scheme uh, from Joe Biden to family members. And I kind of wish, I agree with some other people, that I wish that they had done more kind of like a closing argument in a court trial where, or, uh, where they're showing exhibits, where they've got, you know, large, you know, um, displays that kind of boards that kind of break it all down. Um, but I want to play uh, some, uh, Skins has pulled some sound clips for you guys. Let's start with clip two. Instead of being with, honest with the American people, President Biden has claimed since the 2020 election that his family has not received money from China. That was a lie in 2020, and he continues to lie to the American people now. The Bidens have received millions of dollars from China. It is inconceivable that the president did not know it. The White House refuses to correct the president's statements showing the president is now using the federal government to run interference for his families and his own role in these schemes. Well, the federal government has been running interference for a long time. This is not this bribery scheme and selling off uh, the, the U.S. government has been going on a while. Right. And this is and, and we we know that this is really the role of our federal government. Now, it's the role of the FBI and the DOJ to cover up crimes of the Clintons, cover up crimes of Obama, cover up crimes, crimes of all the Democrat elites and um, while manufacturing crimes and entrapping tra- conservatives and, and political opponents in order to create process crimes or, you know, digging, violating all kinds of cost- constitutional rights. In order to, I mean, if you dig into anybody's life, you're going to find something that you can prosecute them on. That's not supposed to be the role of our government. Joe Biden lied. He remember, remember when Joe Biden said, I didn't know, I, you know, I never had a conversation with my son. This man should have already been dragged out of D.C. on his heels with his hair on fire. It's despicable that we have this kind of corrupt treason, treasonous, cowardly, corrupt piece of crap occupying the White House, but more on what the play was. Clip three. Many of the wire payments occurred while Joe Biden was vice president and leading the United States efforts in these countries. First instance, while Vice President Biden was lecturing Romania on anti-corruption policies, in reality, he was a walking billboard for his son and family to collect money. Hunter Biden and his associates capitalized on a lucrative financial relationship with a Romanian national who was under investigation for and later convicted of corruption in Romania. The Bidens received over $1 million for the deal. 
and 16 of the 17 payments to their associates account that funneled the Biden's money occurred while Joe Biden was vice president. Yep. While he was vice president. And there's people today saying, well, when they asked what today, James Comer, when they asked what specific policy can they can they if this was a quid pro quo bribery scheme for policy, what um, you know, what um, can they tie and directly to a piece of policy, a piece of legislation? That doesn't have to be the case. That doesn't mean that bribery didn't exist just because just because they didn't show today a piece of legislation that resulted from the bribe. Do you get away with taking a bribe and selling off the U.S. government simply because you didn't actually follow through or that they can't prove it? And we don't know. And, and when we talk about pay for play, there's lots of different ways. It doesn't have to necessarily be the reward being a piece of legislation. It could be that you're going to arm and give a bunch of uh, a bunch of money uh, to, to fund a proxy war where the money doesn't even go to the military. It goes to a guy named Zelensky. Right. Who then who then puts because you got to remember, Ukraine was a part of all this as well. And Burisma. Was a, was a part of these bribery schemes. And Zelensky, right? Let's not forget that the Zelensky took how much of the U.S. military uh, aid that was given? Only 20% went to the military. The West, rest went, we don't even know where, but we know some of it went into some um, Bitcoin, whatever bribery, whatever uh, the Bitcoin deal. I don't remember the guy's name. And then that company, that, that, um, operation gave campaign contributions back to the Democrats. So there's lots of different ways that these these countries get rewarded by these types of arrangements. Clip clip five. The committee is concerned by the complicated, suspicious network of over 20 companies. We have identified the Bidens and their associates used to enrich themselves. Most of these companies were limited liability companies formed during Joe Biden's vice presidency. The bank records show the Biden family, their associates, and their companies received over $10 million from foreign nationals and their companies. Some of that money came from a Chinese company and went to Hunter Biden's company. Other transfers occurred with the help of Rob Walker, who then sent it onto different Biden family members. This is not how lawful businesses operate. No, and let me tell you, if you guys did this, if you set up all these LLCs all around, or these LLPs, and you were moving money around like this, look, there was, uh, there was over 170 suspicious activity reports from these banks, from these institutions to the U.S. government about the money. The banks could see what was going on, and the U.S. government ignored it. Donald Trump, George Stephanopoulos, Roger Stone, General Flynn, Michael Cohen, who I can't stand, but still Michael Cohen, right? Who was who was the other guy we we had on the show? Um, Paul Manafort, Jerome Corsi, the Trump family, all targeted, all persecuted, all the Jan Six defendants, all persecuted and targeted by this government that has been covering up these crimes from the Biden crime family. It's absolutely despicable. And even and not only is it despicable in the fact that this has just happened and it was graft and selling off the U.S. government, it's done it involving our enemies like the Chinese Communist Party. Who is who is is um, 
who is taking over our country. Our country is being handed over to our enemies on a platter for money. Here's Congressman Biggs and some comments that he made regarding the situation. Clip eight. For example, the Bidens used their associate Rob Walker to bring in millions of dollars from China and Romania. Walker's limited liability company, Robinson Walker LLC, paid Hunter, James, Halley, and others in the Biden network more than $2 million after foreign money hit his account. One-third to the Bidens. That was the pattern. For example, on March 1st, 2017, only two months after Joe Biden left office, Robinson Walker received a $3 million wire from State Energy HK Limited, a Chinese entity. The next day, one-third of that money, $1,065,000, went to the bank account in Abu Dhabi of the company EEIG, which was controlled by James Gilead, another Biden associate. Over the next three months, Robinson Walker LLC sent 16 incremental payments of to more than uh, to, to over five different Biden accounts totaling $1,065,692. This included payments to James Biden, who received five wires and over $50,000, who did no discernible work to earn that money. A third to Gilliar, a third to the Bidens. Remember at the open of the show, I said that um, one of the reasons why I thought that they had this press conference on Wednesday was uh, because that had been the deadline for the FBI to hand over the key document detailing the bribery scheme. And lo and behold, the top, uh, the head of our largest law enforcement agency, FBI Director Christopher Wray, has refused to hand over the document. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Tom DelBaccaro, our favorite political, legal analyst and commentator uh, to discuss and state you don't want to miss that. Stay tuned. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show with my Kathleen Turner voice because of my cold. Anyway, glad to have you guys here with me. And I'm super glad to have Tom DeBacaro with us because while he might not have been a federal uh, prosecutor, he is an attorney, he's a historian, and he's somebody who is my go-to for the when there's the intersection of politics and law, and certainly today is a huge day when it comes to that. He's the author of books like The Divided Era. He, he, his articles appear everywhere. You guys know Tom Dell. Hello, my dear. How are you? I can't. You know, we were supposed to go to dinner tonight. And you got yourself sick, so you wouldn't. Have I know. To I see how it is. <laughs> I went and rubbed my face into a dumpster so I could come down with something to have dinner with you. Is that what you're alleging? Here? <laughs> oh, that is what I'm alleging. But, <laughs> no, but, of course. But I want to ask you: How does that change policy? Just because they gave him ten million dollars, why does that change policy? Okay, so first of all. Uh, you're joking, right? No, that was the question the AP <laughs> reporter asked. 
Yeah. Well, you've yeah. said all these things, but what proof do you have that it changed yeah. policy? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, it's that's like asking somebody who's standing over the corpse with a bloody knife in their hand. You know, uh, asking the you know the the cops or whatever. So, what proof do you have that he actually you know stabbed this victim? Right. I mean, hello. Yeah, um, yeah, and in the open of the show, I actually relayed some examples of way it doesn't have to be an actual piece of legislation. See, they're acting as though they can't tie it to Joe Biden's signature or Obama's signature on a piece of legislation. It doesn't mean that a quid pro quo didn't occur, but it also it doesn't matter because taking money for the purpose of selling out your government, you know, it's kind of like is it is it a bad analogy? Analogy, Tom DeBacaro to that when we've had spies that were thrown in jail because they sold something to some intelligence to the Russian government, that it, it, they, 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 it wasn't as though they got away with it unless that piece of intelligence was actively used against us, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's not the standard. Look, just two weeks ago, the left was all aghast because uh, Justice Thomas supposedly or took gifts from a friend who did not have anything come before this particular judge and they thought that he should step down how terrible it is that you took a gift now we're talking 10 million dollars through these intricate llc uh transfers going to all everybody in your family that you can imagine and they're they have no more interest than to say, well, tell me a policy that he changed. This is so beyond the pale. This is so far out there. Remember Hillary saying they're profiting off the presidency. Of course, they could never prove any of that. But here mm-hmm. we have profiting off the vice presidency. And to the left, it's OK because he's their guy and they want their guy more than the other guy. Well, yeah, and not to mention the fact that, uh, it, again, it speaks to the obvious two-tiered system of justice, from the obvious from the standpoint that they've done everything they could to try to, you know, um, indict Trump over nothing while covering up and burying the crimes of the Democrat elites, but also from the fact that if you or I had an LLP and we were out there doing this stuff, 170 suspicious activity reports reported to the government from these financial institutions, they would have Wesley sniped us, right? Is Wesley Snipe still in jail? for doing far less than what Hunter Biden has done here and and, and, and what the family has done here. Um, it's just absolutely outrageous. And then on top of it, I was thinking about you earlier because the FBI, uh, one of the reasons why I think they waited until today to do this press conference is because today was also the deadline for Christopher Ray and the FBI to turn over the document that they know exists that's unclassified, by the way, that documents... And they refused. I mean, how are we supposed to have a system of justice? It's like the fox guarding the hen house, right? I mean, you know, Christopher Ray is, you know, uh, continuing to cover up for the crimes by refusing to hand over the information. And there's nobody, wa- it, 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 there's nobody watching the watchdog. Now, you know, and this is, I mean, I don't know how, how much worse they can get at all of this, but let's be clear what's going on here. We have reached the point where big government is protecting itself against the citizenry. Literally, 
Yeah. They they have their largesse. They are, this is a big business to them. And they don't want anyone being elected to office come in and say, I'm going to drain anything. This is not unusual to us. Uh, listen, John Adams did it to with the Sedition Act where you weren't allowed to criticize him. And there were people who went to jail for doing that, but you were allowed to criticize his opposition, Thomas Jefferson. It happened uh, with uh, the Venetian Republic, where the uh, there was a demonstration, and how did they react? They created the Council of Ten, which was a spy network, and they restricted who could hold office. This stuff happens all the time in history, and you are seeing it in America, plain to the eye, that they will do whatever it takes to protect against their fiefdom against us, when in fact this government started with not only we the people, but God-given rights to us, not to a God-given right saying to a king. And right. Now we have reached the point where America is virtually lost when you can do this sort of thing. Can you stay over for, for a segment? Because I oh, want to yeah, talk 100%. about. All right. We're going to keep Tom Debacar around because I want to take a break. When I come back, I, I, you know, I've got to. We got to think solutions. We got to think about what we can do. We got to think about 2024. The big battle is on between DeSantis and Trump. Trump did a town hall tonight in CNN. Evidently. It must have gone well for Trump because the left is hysterical over it. So we're going to we're going to talk about what we can possibly do to try to save our country on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. A.K. Dynamite in a dress or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Uh, will you suspend polarizing talk of election fraud during your run for president? Uh, will I suspend? Excuse me. What? Will you suspend polarizing talk of election fraud during your run for president? Yeah, unless I see election fraud. If I see election fraud, I think I have an <laughs> obligation to say it. And, you know, what we went through uh, a short while ago has really put our country in a big problem. Uh, I hope to do that. I hope we're going to have very honest elections. Uh, we should have voter ID. We should have one-day elections. We should have paper ballots instead of these mail-in votes. But uh, the answer is yes, and I hope that... It's going to be very straight up, because if it's going to be straight up, we're going to win the election. So you will suspend talk to his question about the 2020 election on the campaign trail? I guess we're going to just win. We're at a point now. We're getting so close. Let's just win it again and straighten out our country. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. I was just checking uh, Twitter uh, regarding the CNN uh, town hall that Trump did tonight. And before he did it, the DeSantis people and the anti never Trumpers were saying this was stupid. Trump was walking into CNN's trap. And let me tell you, the left is losing their minds. You know who's losing their mind? AOC tonight is losing her mind at how well Trump did in that town hall. I think he answered that question effectively. Um, I think he danced around it. He says if he sees it out, he'll call it out. Um, what do you think, Tom DeBacaro? I think uh, every time I hear someone say there's no such thing as voter fraud, I redirect them to the history of Cook County in Chicago, mm-hmm. where all dating back into the 50s. And the notion that couldn't have migrated into Milwaukee 
when in the 2020 election, Milwaukee had a 94% turnout rate, I want to say, or 92%, and the yes. previous high was 69 so, yeah, he could have. You're right. He could have. Speaking of Wisconsin, before I forget, you're right. He could have referenced the fact that, well, uh, you know, let's talk about Wisconsin. Let's talk about the fact that a court came back. A judge ruled that the Wisconsin Election Commission broke the law in setting up boxes. They decided they were just going to set up mail and drop boxes, which was against the law. The state legislatures are the ones who write election law. And those election laws were broken all over the country in key states. And, yeah, you know, it's as old as voting. I, in my book, The Divided Era, I chronicle some of it that happened in the South in, during Reconstruction when the Democrats tried to prevent blacks from voting and stuffed ballot boxes. So, uh, look, I, I didn't get I did not was not able to watch watch it. I think it's great that candidates go on the opposite networks because mm-hmm. America needs to hear from everybody. I, I think Bernie Sanders should go on Newsmax and Fox and everywhere else and, and Joe Biden. And I think Trump, DeSantis, they all should do that because one of the worst things that's happening is the divided ear among the media where we live in two separate worlds because CNN doesn't cover what Trump actually says or actually does. And let's face it, uh, Bernie Sanders and Biden and whatever don't talk on those other networks either. That's not good. Well, and then speaking of Fox, then then we've got them um, watering down their content, pretending that they're telling the truth, but they got to get rid of Tucker Carlson because he played the Jan 6 footage. He questioned the shots. And beyond, I haven't had you on since they fired Tucker Carlson, and he's been he's been cagey, but but uh, you know clear uh, that what's going on in this country is Fox is a part of a, a part of a uniparty system wanting to silence the opposition. Yeah, uh, you know, in very real terms, the growth in big corporations is bad for and their influence on public policy whether it's moderna the media pfizer uh mcdonald douglas this is one of the dangers the reason why american democracies in the form of our republic versus other democracies and republics around in history the reason why it succeeded was because economic power was different than political power. They were separated. Throughout most of history, they were together or, and or aligned. The same people that owned the economy owned the, the power, like kings and, and lords and stuff like that. American capitalism separated it so that you could be a wealthy economic person in Wyoming and you weren't ruled by the same person in somewhere else. That right. is ending in America. And that's yep. the danger. Because not only does Moderna decide public policy, but we also now have these, the government protecting itself from citizenry in the form of the DOJ and the FBI and the like. And that's what's really dangerous. 
Well, also the fact that you wrote that you wrote the piece that went pretty viral about the FBI and the DOJ working to control the outcome of elections. We know now that one of the we you know even if you didn't believe in the election fraud, at least I think it was seventeen percent of Biden voters, which was enough. Even if you believe that he got eighty million votes, enough to over to change the outcome of the election um, occurred when seventeen percent of Biden voters said if they had known about the Hunter Biden laptop story, they would not have voted for Biden. One of the things that they did was they shut down the New York Post, stopped it for that article from being shared, um, and they shut that. Then they, they, um, the current now current Secretary of State went and got 51 supposed uh, in, in intelligence officials to lie and say in a letter that it was Russian disinformation, and now we find out that the CIA fast-tracked that letter. So our, our, our entire yes. U.S. government was was involved in doing everything that they could to control the outcome of the elections. And I wish Trump had mentioned that tonight in the town hall. He might have. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yes, but and this is the dynamic we're in. Big governments protect themselves from anybody who would come in and say, you shouldn't have this power or or that we need to return power back to people. It has happened, like I mentioned earlier, many times in history. This is just the most recent example and is stunningly egregious because the American federal government is so massive. Look, here in California, the move to end the uh, initiative process they took it. Remember, they they stopped initiatives from being in the June election. So yep. they only put it in the November election, which benefits the party in power here. Now they want to restrict initiatives even more. It's the same concept. Those well, let, let me let me jump. Yeah, but let me jump in. I find it interesting um, that Gavin Newsom has shut down the eight hundred billion dollar reparations plan. What do you think about that? Is it just me, or is is that just a signal that he's wanting to run in twenty twenty four, and he knows that that ain't going to sell if that goes forward under his watch? No, I, honestly, my opinion is that he started this process because he wanted to say I was the first in the country to do it, just like gay marriage just like to massive benefits to illegal aliens. And he started this process and he let it get out of control. He never yeah. thought in a million years they'd say $800 uh, billion. Yeah. And so it, he, it got out of control and nobody has $800 billion. They're running into deficit. So I just think it was him uh, with his eyes wide open saying, oh, we're going to do we're going to do reparations and I'll be first in the country. And then it got out of control. And now it's come back to Biden and the uh, you know what? Well, yeah, because, you know, whatever his intention was. You know, you know, the left doesn't seem um, I, I think you're right. I don't think he realized that the result of the um, the result of these these liberal narratives pushing to um, to certain identity groups that they're victims and that they're entitled to something that the entitlement was going to be just piggish. And that's what's going on here. I also don't let me forget. I want to ask you about your response to this case in New York, this 30 something year old um, allegation. How is it that he was found liable? He was he wasn't found liable for raping her, but he was found liable for touching her. It doesn't even make sense what's going on. And the New York State Assembly specifically changed the law in New York 
to change the statute of limitations to open it up for a year. And she even admitted on CNN, E. Jean Carroll did, that she worked with the state the, the state um, lawmakers to change that law specifically so she could bring her case. And I'm sick yeah, of DeSantis, DeSantis supporters saying that it's Trump's fault that he lost and was found liable. This is not a case of the Department of Justice and abuse of, of the court system. It clearly is to me. Your thoughts? Well, first, I thought it is well, was a mistake. I tried a case many years ago where the defendant did not show up, and that made an impact on the jury. So I did okay. not think that strategy makes sense. Having said that, there's no doubt in my mind that the law was changed with Trump in mind. The other problem I have with cases like this is allowing two other accusers to come in. They did this with Bill Cosby, where they had many accusers come in. How on earth are you supposed to defend yourself? Am I, try, am I being tried against three different people right now? And I mm-hmm. have to disprove all three? And then they let the Billy Bush thing in? I think yeah. that's absurd and, and unfair. If you have an accusation against someone and you make it to all the way to trial, it should be based on what your facts are, not letting others come in and say, oh, I have an accusation as well. But of course, the jury is going to say in those circumstances, oh, look at all these people saying he did it. He must have done something. It's well, totally yeah. unfair. Well, there, uh, uh, Skins found a clip of um, uh, Trump's true social uh, with the Clinton-appointed judge trying to get the most negative result in the case. Skins, can you play clip four for Tom? What else can you expect from a Trump-hating, Clinton-appointed judge who went out of his way to make sure that the result of this trial was as negative as it could possibly be? Speaking to and in control of a jury from an anti-Trump area which is probably the worst place in the United States for me to get a fair trial. We'll be appealing this decision. It's a disgrace. I don't even know who this woman is. I have no idea who she is, where she came from. This is another scam. It's a political witch hunt. And somehow we're going to have to fight this stuff. We cannot let our country go into this abyss. This is disgraceful. You have somebody running for office. You have a woman that's financed and lied about it. She totally lied about it by Democrat operatives, like just about the biggest one there is. And she said that wasn't true. They found that she lied about it. And the judge wasn't even, I guess, letting it be put in as evidence. The whole thing is a scam. And it's a shame. And it's a disgrace to our country. Your thoughts, Tom DeBacaro. In the law, what they call that is secondary gain, where your motive for a lawsuit isn't related to the actual issue, but secondary gain. And there seems it's stunning that the judge would leave out evidence which would tend to show that she had an ulterior motive. Look, we... We live in a divided era. It, that includes a divided media. It also includes a divided judiciary where too many judges now have axes to grind mm-hmm. and, not, and they are not dispensing justice. I see this as an attorney. I see it in this particular case. Look, the judge, the, 
the judge who is uh, hearing the other Trump case in New York, he should step aside. He has clear political convictions and he should be not be a part of this. But by the way, why does this occur? Because government is at the center of our lives. It's half the U.S. economy. You cannot get away from it. It infects everyone. And this is the state of America today. Well, (laughs) excuse me. (laughs) Yeah, just that sentiment made me cough. Uh, Thank you for being here tonight, Tom. I put you through like a lightning round of different topics, and I appreciate it. So, all right, right, honey, we'll talk at you later. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. I'm going to go take a little shot of meds here, but we will be back, and you better be with me. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I am just giggling my hiney off on uh, Sick As I Am (laughs) on uh, Twitter, reading all the comments about CNN. I can't wait when the show's over tonight to go and watch the entire town hall today. Trump evidently killed it. Um, But speaking of 2024, we still have our eyes on uh, RFK Jr. Because he's got some interesting uh, perspective that the American people need to hear. I think everybody's perspective needs to be heard. And there's a reason why the Democrat Party wants to shut this guy up and why they decided they weren't going to have any debates. Because the Democrat Party certainly doesn't want you to hear uh, that the reason why there's many mass shootings isn't because of guns. It's because of something else. Here's what he had to say. Clip 11. Nobody is looking at the pharmaceutical contribution to that. that, that, the, The anecdotally, it appears that almost every one of these shooters were on SRIs or some other psychiatric drug. And, you know, this is only happening in America where all these people are, you know, are, are taking these psychiatric drugs. We take four times as many as any other country in the West, the average European country. Yep. And, and there's no time in history. I mean, we've always had guns in this country. Switzerland had more guns per capita than we do, and you don't see that happening there. And, I, you know, I'm not defending all the guns everywhere, but I'm just saying um, something happened. Prior to the introduction of Prozac, these kind of, those shootings just were, were almost unknown. And now they're, you know, they're an everyday affair. And But NIH will not study that because it will offend the pharmaceutical industry. And it's something that, you know, we ought to be studying. He's absolutely right. And for all the uh, the so-called conservatives that were hysterical at the idea that Trump might pick him for a VP candidate, um, th- this is a more conservative position than what the Republican Party has taken on the mass shootings. While babies still lied. Remember Uvalde? Oh, my, I'm still not over Uvalde. I'm still not over that. And I'm incredibly angry that the Republican Party joined in with the Democrats instead of focusing on the cause for why those children were picked off like they were. They joined in with gun control legislation. Not one of them said what RFK Jr. said here, which is let's connect the dots between why we've always had guns in this country and why we suddenly have all these mass shootings. And why is he and talking about, got, Andrea, everything that the Republicans should be talking about, but they're not talking about it, but he's the one saying it. Right. Right. 
And, you know, and, and, and this is why, um, that they, you know, I, I know that I don't really, I don't watch Fox anymore. I don't know what outlets he's been going on. I think he's only been going on Newsmax from what I can tell. I mean, the, the, the legacy media does not want to hear from him when he did the ABC News interview. Yeah. There was one, there was one from the other day and he let uh, Hannity have it. Yeah. And so, um, this guy is far more conservative than most of, of the Republican establishment. He's more conservative than Mitch McConnell. He's more conservative than Susan Collins. He's more conservative than Romney. He's more. Con- I could go on and on and on and on and on. He's more conservative than John Cornyn. And this is why people might call us crazy. Trump would be doing himself a favor if he picked somebody like that for VP. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, I would like to see Trump and DeSantis run together because I said you and I have talked many times. Let's stay on. We'll, we'll get in. Let's stay here on the idea, though, um, because I'm starting to go off on a tangent about, uh, you know, DeSantis. Um, but he's on to something here with those suicides that we've got going on with our teenagers. Uh, uh, you know, um, and the solution is put, to put them on drugs. And but if you listen to the uh, commercials that that run for all these psychotropic drugs, what is the number one thing if you have thoughts of suicide? So I'm sitting you there thinking to myself, yeah, and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, how is the how is this supposed to be a solution or a help when people who have depression, if it's only going to cause people to who have suicidal ideation. And these mass shootings always end up with the shooter being being killed. It's a murder-suicide is what it is. We don't have, I, I still want to see the manifesto from the from this Tennessee terrorist, but we have, it's a complicated situation, what's going on with the rise of mass shootings in this country and, and suicides. We have a U.S. government that's taken God out of society. Our culture has shifted, taking God out of society, giving no hope to teenagers, no hope to children. Um, we, we allow them to be on these devices and to see all this nasty, horrible imagery that's put in their heads all day long. The schools are telling them to hate their country. The schools are telling them to hate fellow citizens. And you cannot you cannot push this kind of negative stuff on kids and teenagers and, and, and into young adults in the colleges and universities. They're not taught any coping skills. And the solution when you haven't taught people coping skills and you've taught people to be miserable is not to give them a drug that's going to make them want to kill themselves or kill others. And and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is the only one talking about it. He's the only one willing to really take on Big Pharma. And so a hat tip to him for that. He's a nominee for Hero of the Week. We're going to take a break. We come back. we got to talk some money with Dave Elhoff. I haven't had a chance to tell you guys about Joe Biden's plan for the airline industry. we got to talk about that with Elhoff when we come back. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.